go with 46. We've just done one that were 45. So it must be 46. Numbers follow on. Yeah. So, welcome to the Dirty Kimbasa podcast, episode 46. I'm Tony. And I'm Ben. We'll have Tony first this time, because it's the correct order. But when you email in, it's Ben and Tony. Tony and Ben sounds gay. Tony and Ben does sound like an hairdresser's shop. Yeah. Speaking of gay, right, we've got a a union at work, I mean, Aslef Union, Train Drivers Union, and they've recently put up um, to, for a rep for the LGBTQ community. You should put yourself forward. Well, I, I volunteered. They do, I had a yeah. bit of a discussion with my workmates, and I said, well, maybe I should put myself forward for this. And they said, well, which one are you? I said, how dare you fucking ask? Yeah. I'm just the plus. Yeah. You know? Ben. Well, maybe I'm the L, legend. You know the, um, you have to have your pronouns now. Young people are very big on their pronouns. I'm Lord. So they say what, when like they'll have an Instagram or a thing, and they'll put what pronouns, so he or him yeah. or she or her, or perhaps they prefer... Somatels. It. Or whatever. Um, it's them. You could call me them. We them. I don't know. Um, I've heard this. They them sounds plural to them, me. Them their hills. Them there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, the so, Halifax yeah. made a mistake recently, didn't they, by insisting that all staff had it on their badges? Did they? Yeah. Did they and really? most think, of the staff went piss off. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think so. Yeah. I'll I be glad when this fashion wears off. I. I will. It's not. Don't need don't, it. It don't bring out to society, now, in my opinion. And my outlets, that's Tony's dog snuffling biscuits there, by did the you, way. Did if, you just assume my dog's gender? <laughs> <laughs> She's offended. I said Tony's dogs. I didn't say Tony's bitches. That's all right. Yeah, they are. They're So, my view on it is I don't care who you do, what you think you are. Yeah, because it, it doesn't affect you, does it? It doesn't affect how you drive a train. Yeah. So I don't care. Yeah. And that, that's my view on it. I'm not interested. If you're a cunt, I will treat you as such. Yeah. If hey, you're a spot on... Hey, Ben, what's with tea? You're a oh, cunt. Oh, mince. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, like, this is inappropriate now. It's, to, stop it, Ben. It's not the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> You, you can't know, make jokes about these things anymore. And this, this is, and, and you know, maybe this is a 40-odd-year-old bloke's view on it, but I just think, do who you like, as long as they consent. I think it's I'm quite not interested, you know? hard as well nowadays, because we were brought up um, by men in manly environments, you know, you, you were on farm a bit and doing bits and pieces, and obviously my granddad ran all his company, so I spent a lot of my formative years with um, manly older men. manly men who wore overalls and kicked cats, <laughs> you know, and uh, generally... I've been kicking gruff, a chicken a lot lately. Gruff, the bloody yeah. thing walks under my feet all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know they do, they're great at chickens. But yeah, um, if somebody couldn't do something, like, you weren't strong enough to undo... Yeah. A particular fastening because yeah. you because you were six years old. Yeah. Get here, you bloody puff. Oh, you puff. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, 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 now, you know, it, it was 
by that generation, you know, the the worst thing you could call somebody in, in, in insulting terms, you know. And now that's kind of fallen out of favour, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, but you still have to catch yourself sometimes because you were brought up that way, man. Yeah. I went from that environment into the armed forces where it was exactly the same. You know, many guys worked in factories and mills where it were, a, you know, predominantly male environment and things like this. And it must have been there. Yeah, I am. But yeah, I am a supporter of do what you want. Just I totally agree. Don't bother totally. me with it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do whatever you want, but leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Is is kind of. And I, I'm not sure that would have been a good LGBT rep stance. I don't know. I don't know. You know, as as the rep for the work thing, saying it don't belong in the workplace, leave it at home. It's not. Maybe not the best stance. There's a Red Indian fellow at work, which we can't say now, can we? What's he? He's a, a Native, Native American. American. It's funny and though, I know. His, his wife is called Four Horses. And I said, What does that mean? And he says, Fucking nag, 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 nag. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> Have you noticed? I, particularly in biker communities and or wannabe biker communities, we know a guy who claims that he's half Iroquois Indian. He's from Halifax. He's not. Okay. He's, 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 he's bullshit, along with everything else that comes out of his mouth. So he's about as much Cherokee but, as I am Cherokee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, the, the closest thing he's come to Cherokee is a Jeep, you know, and probably never even been in one of them. And I also know another guy who claims to be half Sue, right, and so on and so forth. That's Sue with an X, like Susie and the Banshee. Isn't it Sue? Well, it's Sue. I thought it was Sue. Yeah, it's spelt Sue, but it's pronounced Sue. Okay. The Sue. Um, and um, have you noticed, when they decide they've got an Indian name, now, the practice of Native American naming actually varied from tribe and clan and this like that. But some, like the Plains Indians, for example, did name them for something they saw, you know, or some, something they did might even change their name. Dancers with wolves. That kind of... That's where it that comes from. That, that, kind, that kind of thing. Um, good example um, was... Uh, so, Crazy Horse... Called Crazy Horse because there were a mad horse kicking around when you were born, you know. So, and uh, that that kind of stuff. Please so, don't tell me this fucker calls himself Crazy Horse. No, but have you noticed that when they pick their animals, it's always no, some never a mosquito. Yeah, so kind of cool. So no one had ever called themselves like I don't know, shitting ferret <laughs> or um, squatting toad or something like that. It's always something like. And it tends to be because they've got this romanticised view of these Plains Indians, um, which has been mostly developed from the kind of tat you buy on cheap market stalls, um, like fleeces with wolves on the back and stuff like this. There's the same people that claim to be like part Native American Indian are the same people that'll have an aluminium doll pole, um, a fleece with a howling wolf on the back, 
and ride a mobility scooter at 40 years old. Um, not that I'm judgmental or anything. Um, but have you noticed it's always like Raven Wolf or, um, you know, um, yeah, Eagle, Hawk. It's never Toad, Ferret, Boston frog. Terrier. Yeah, it's never, um, <laughs> I don't know, Skunk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, that's it, I don't know. Um, and I've, I've given it a lot of thought and I've come to the conclusion that the reason for this is that they're full of shit. Would these be bikers without bikes, by any chance? A lot of them are, aren't yeah. they? You know. So, yeah. Um, I finished my coffee there. You know, yeah, I can't be asked with fuck like that, to be honest. Hey, dear. Now, change of subject. My mum's bought a caravan. Your mum's bought a caravan. She's got a few, dog. few dogs. Did she buy it from the gypsies? Did she buy it from the travelling man in a caravan? They sold the motorhome. Because the plan was motorhome, electric bikes, jobs are good. But turns out my mum's arthritis in her wrist stopped her riding. So it wasn't the electric bike that was the issue, it was the vibration through handlebars. Okay. So they'd figured, silk motorhome, buy a caravan, you've got a car when you get there. Great, drive round. I've never understood point of towing a car with your motorhome, really. It kind of. <sighs> yeah, it's it drives nicer than a car and caravan. Yeah, it? but you're, you're, you're increasing your fuel bill. Oh, yeah. But then if you get one of them little pissy Euro boxes, you know, like your little Citroen roller skate yeah, C1, I don't, want one. I don't know. No, I don't want I don't one want either. One so, anyway. I'd be embarrassed to see him driving, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not know. sure I'd fit. Um, so, they said local campsite at uh, Home Firth there. They said, let's go there, do a quick trial run with Caravan so you can write a list of shit you forgot. Because yeah. you don't realise that you need it. Nice idea. Bank holiday. Yeah. August. A, a, a wrecker. Let's yeah. do a wrecker. And it's only 10 mile down road. Yeah. So they did that. And uh, and it was lovely. We popped over and said hello and all this. And they said, oh, you're coming back tomorrow. Because there's a duck race at 10 o'clock. So I said, right, okay, our kids will like that. Duck race. Duck race. Because it's next to a river. So they got to one end at campsite. Wang a couple of hundred plastic ducks in river. Oh, I thought they'd use real ducks. I thought, this is going to be just carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get up ducks to go direction you want them. No. Rubber ducks in river. Then then probably 300 yards down river. And then they have a... They, they, they put they, a little they, mesh across to connect. Do they run a book? Yeah. And there's like a prize. A, everyone has a number. That's it. That's your duck. Sure. My sister-in-law... There's not a lot of skill involved here. No. It's a bit of a lottery. My sister-in-law had duck 69. Okay. So I thought, here's some fun to be had. So I said, come on, boys, you've got to cheer duck on. <laughs> What's the number of your duck? And they went, oh, I forgot, I can't remember. I said, well, your Auntie Sophie's duck 69, so let's cheer that one on. <laughs> so I said, right, well, part way down river... Next to your uncle's tent there, I said, we'll wait there for him to pass and then we'll walk down to thing because it's quite a slow flowing river. We walk down sites at finish line and get there. So I've got them screaming, come on Duck 69, come on 69, you can do it, you know. All the way down river. Oh. Am I infantile? Yes. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> I made my day that, I'll highlight of my day. Yeah. Come on Duck 69. Like <laughs> you poor sister-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, she she wants a medal. Mm. <laughs> She's not getting one though. 
<laughs> didn't win. Yeah. So there we go. Duck 69. Ben, serious question. Go on. Is our podcast getting shit? <sighs> the honest answer is I don't think it ever got good to get shit. That possibly... I think it was the point. consistently shit yeah. for 46 episodes. That, that's, that's, at, at least we're consistent. Yeah. So, our listening figures are down, are they? Now. I don't know. Do you I think it's know. just because people have gone back to work? Or do you think... Um, I don't know. Up and down. Yeah. See that graph? Mm. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Oh. It goes up when we release one and then back down when... People have listened for three minutes when ago. We don't, when we don't release one. Okay. So, so, I don't know. A couple of people have listened. Right. And we've had a laugh doing it, so... We haven't had that much of a laugh. We tolerate each other, don't it's, we? It's, you know, it's an interesting one. We don't really see each other much. No. Outside of recording podcasts. Not often, do we? No. no. Not now. Not these days. <laughs> so, Bradford Clean Air Zone. Bradford coming is coming in, in now. Comes in on the 26th of this month. I'm not happy. I've got a choice. I think I've touched on this with I you. I don't before. think you have a choice at all. I've got a choice. I can either suck it up and pay it, because unfortunately I start work. Now, I don't work in Bradford. I pick up a wagon in Pudsey, which is near Bradford. And the best way to get to it is to... Go on the M62 motorway, join the M606 motorway, up to the top of the M606, and then you hit Bradford's outer ring road. The outer ring road. Yeah. Now, to me, common sense would say that everything within the outer ring road... Yeah, if you turn into Bradford from the ring road, yeah. But they've included the ring road in it. This now, got me looking, you know, I looked on the website because there's yeah. about six or seven in the country of these congestion the, things. Yeah. Yeah. And there's little maps of it all. And Bradford, it's gone, oh, we'll have town there and then we'll have and this massive we'll have this penis all the way up to... Up to Shipley. Shipley up Salton, Salter, isn't it? That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, all that. And then I looked at the Newcastle one and they went, well, it's just this 20 streets in town centre. Yeah. Most are like that. The yeah. Bristol one's the same. Yeah. But for some reason, Bradford have done that. But, yeah. So, but what they're doing is, by including the outer ring road, they're not letting you go around their clean air zone. Yeah. Right. So, they're basically doing it so they can charge as many people as possible. And I go on the outer ring road for about half a mile before I'm then out of the clean air zone on my journey. To get to Dick Lane. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Cutler Heights Road, Dick Lane. So, yeah. I go on Ruley Lane. While I'm on Ruley Lane, I then turn off on Dick Lane and then out of the clean air zone. But that half a mile <laughs> is going to cost me £10 a day to do it in my Ford Ranger. Hence why you don't have a choice. So, Well, my other choice is I go off the motorway at the same junction but pick up the A58 towards Leeds and come into Pudsey on the back roads, but that adds about 15 to 20 minutes to my journey. Now, I'm already getting up at four in the morning. Right? That's not ideal, is it? No. You know, um, either way, I'm penalised here, and I have naught to do with Bradford, in, in my opinion. Other than you're going from... Sort of slightly southwest of Bradford to slightly east of Bradford. That's it. 
Yeah. Without touching it. Yeah. Because let's face it, you don't go to Bradford unless you have to. No, because it is a bit of a shit It's a shit up. And and that's one of those things. So I'm not happy about this at all. And I also don't want to play their silly games. So I've decided I'm going to change my vehicle. I've inspired you, haven't I? You've inspired me. Well, no, you, you inspired is. I've a shown strong, you the way. Inspired is a strong word when it comes from a man who is the. You're actually the most lethargic man I know. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I see crackhead doll scroungers running past my shop on a mission. We've got more go than you have. Um, I'm paced. Yeah, pasty. Um, <laughs> So, I'm going to buy a big American pickup truck. So, oh, I've, been, I've been making some inquiries and looking at it, and I've decided on a Chevrolet, I think. I think I'm going to go for a Chevrolet. A nice 5.7 litre V8. Not little in, then. Well. Don't you think seven and a half? Well, they do a three and a half as well, don't they? Mm, um, but, um It'll cost me more to run on fuel, but I'll save it on tax, MOTs and insurance. And because you're going to buy pre-1982, which will make it tax and MOT exempt. That's the one. If I buy pre-1982, it's classed as a historic vehicle and it will be tax and MOT exempt. And also, clean air zone exempt. Yes. And classic car insurance. Classic so car generally, insurance. So generally, 150 quid or so, pretty yeah. good. Pretty. What do you pay for Ranger on insurance? At three hundred. Yeah, so that's so another tank of fuel there. So, I mean, in some ways, I'll still be paying it, but I won't be paying that two hundred bloody pounds. Yeah, it's a Bradford. fuck you to them, isn't it? Yeah, it's a fuck you. Yeah. That's it, and, and it's exactly what they don't want you to do because instead of that, na- that Ford Ranger is a two point five liter turbo diesel. It's very efficient, it's very clean, it's very well maintained, it's well serviced, it's not a nasty polluting vehicle. Also, I'm going in at four in the morning. I'm not sat in standing traffic. I'm not adding to the problem. No. Alright? Um, so I'm going to take a vehicle, which is the last kind of vehicle they want me to be using, in there. And fuck you. And fuck you. That's my that's my attitude. So not spending two hundred pounds a month on congestion charge. Well, that gives me money. Right. You know, spend on something else. Two thousand four hundred pounds a year. Yeah. You'll save hundred and fifty quid on insurance. Yeah. So you two and a half grand a year. That should get you at least a tank of petrol. Well, it might. It, it, <laughs> petrol, but the thing to remember, you know, it's a petrol. Americans don't really use diesel and on, except on the really big stuff. We've, we've touched on this before, haven't we? Mm. So, and now, I mean, it never used to be when we were kids. Diesel were the cheap, nasty stuff. Petrol were ex- more expensive. But now, diesel's dearer than petrol. Now, I'd so normally say ways, put super unleaded in because it'll have a carburetor. But if you're using it every day... It won't matter. I won't worry too much about no. that. Because Unless it's got rubberized valve seats. It won't because it's American. And they they've do. had ethanol in the fuel yeah. for 40, 50 years. They don't do shit like that, do they? Yeah. For yeah. longer, 60 years, I bet they've had ethanol in. It were the Japs that put rubberised valve seats in, yeah. in uh, their sophisticated high-tech stuff. This won't be sophisticated and high-tech. No. It'll be low-tech. 
I'll be able to work on it myself. A it's like when I had that dodge. You could stand in front of it at Radiator, a lift bonnet, and you could put your hands out and pretty much touch every component in it. Yeah, that's it. I know what that does. I know what that does. Yeah. I know what that does. Not when you lift things up now. And I wonder what that does. I wonder what all these plastic boxes are. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I wonder how so, many plastic clips I break removing them all before yeah. I can actually see any components. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to do it. We're going to do that. And so I've made some requests. Now this week... Obviously, I mentioned it, and I mentioned in our last podcast what a nightmare of a day I had. Um, but I've just had such a busy week, I haven't really had chance to do it. So I'm going to look into um, a few more. There's one I've seen that I particularly like. I showed you some pictures of it, the, the maroon-coloured one. The one that's had the interior retrimmed. It does look nice. And it does it. The thing is, I quite like that one. It's a little bit more money than some of the others, but it's good to go as a family vehicle. I think it's too much money. And it's not a four-door. It's no, only got three seats. You might be right, but at the same time, um, I'm still trying to negotiate, I think, um, price-wise. We'll, we'll see, because he still hasn't sold it. No, well, you're in position to sit and wait, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not in a rush. Because, like I say, for now, if I have to, I'll just go the slightly longer route. Yeah. But it is an annoying. Basically, they're coming in everywhere. At the moment, we've got high energy prices in our homes. We've got everything else going on in the world. Basically, the working man in Britain is just getting bummed. We are getting bummed. We're just getting bummed. Mm. And we're sick of it, aren't we? And that's why people like me are doing the fuck you. You know, fuck yeah. you. I'm not, I'm not playing your games. You know, unfortunately, I feel sorry for the people who are slightly worse off than me. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a wealthy man. I've always kind of been in this situation where I've I've earned slightly too much to get any government help and slightly too little to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, to, to, slightly too little not to have to worry about money. That's the position I'm in, which I think is the majority of people in Britain. Oh, I can relate to that. You know, we, yeah. we all can. Yeah. We, we're all stuck in the middle is what it yeah, is, isn't it? Particularly when we were younger, it were harder, wasn't it? Mm. I, I think. And it's the same now. Now, I wouldn't want to be a young person with a young family now, who, you know, um, buying their house for the first time and stuff like that, with all these financial well, it's a tough troubles one. and things. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough situation to be in. And I can't see it getting any better. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a worry. It is. You know, for, for many right. people. Change the subject. Okay, move on. What have you got? <laughs> This person's created an anonymous email account just to send some in. So there's no names and they don't even want it tracing back to them. Dave! Dave! <laughs> Dave! Dave's fucking brazen, he's not bothered. So, first throwaway account I've ever created. Never thought I'd need one until now. I'm a 19-year-old guy. And what I'm about to share happened two nights ago. I'm not good at writing stories like most of the people who share experiences. So I've taken a page out of the green text handbook and listed the events. I did a similar thing on a best man's speech. I found some bullet points that went, number one, welcome everybody. Number two, tell the bride. So I just read them out. <laughs> that worked. Anyway, girl on Tinder invited me to her house. Sex was implied. I've never had sex. <laughs> All right, okay. So it's virginity. I asked my roommate for advice. 
Roommate suggested I smoke weed before meeting the Tinder girl. I said, okay. Roommate realised he was out of weed and made a new suggestion. Shrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Beautiful. Shall I just stop there and leave it? That's, it's enough, isn't it? I think we know what we need now, don't we? <laughs> oh, please uh, come to <laughs> This is what this podcast should be about. Yeah. This is where we should be. Email in, datakimbassagmail.com. Did you, you lose your virginity on shrooms? <laughs> I said, I've never had shrooms, and asked if it was safe. Roommate said, safe as long as you're not chronically depressed or some shit. And advised me to eat the shrooms with a chocolate bar to mask the bad taste. I said I didn't think I was depressed, but that might change once the night was over. Roommate supplied me with two grams of shrooms, which was mild according to him. Two grams, that doesn't sound so much to me. I don't know. Yeah, I like think that's quite a bit. A mushroom, that, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, but they, they dry it, aren't they? I've no idea. They dry them, so... Um, not that I'm some kind of... Shroom dealer. Drug dealer or anything like yeah. that. No. Okay. I ate the shrooms with an orange and booked an Uber to take me to Tinder Girl's house. So I wonder if the um, citric acid in the orange has an adverse effect on them as well. It's bound, it's, it's bound to have some kind of reaction to the chemicals in the shrooms. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Uber driver's head was bigger than any human head I've ever seen. <laughs> but it was too soon to confirm if I was experiencing shroom vision or meeting an Uber driver who happened to have a really big head. <laughs> oh, I'm struggling to read this. <laughs> oh, right, come on. Uber driver's massive head was even bigger by the time we got to my destination. It was indeed shroom vision. The moment I saw Tinder Girl in person, I noticed she was pregnant. Was she though? Or don't we know? Six months and 22 days pregnant based on the details she provided before inviting me into her house. Okay, so she said she is. She says she is. Or is imagining she says she is. Who knows? <laughs> Tinder girl apologised for not telling me about the pregnancy, but assured me the dad was no longer in the picture and sex was super healthy for unborn babies. I said I always wanted to have a threesome and laughed hysterically. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't understand what was so funny, but I was unable to stop laughing. (laughs) Tinder girl gave me a glass of water and asked if I wanted to sit down I sat down on the carpet and noticed a handbag with a bird on it I realised that if I concentrated on the bird I could see it moving in slow motion towards the corner of the handbag I have no idea how long I was staring at the bird but at some point Tinder girl managed to contact one of her neighbours without me knowing to come and escort me out of her house because my presence was making her feel uncomfortable. 
I walked home in the middle of the night because I was afraid I would end up with another big-headed Uber driver. I got home with my virginity still intact, wondering what would have happened if the bird made it to the edge of the handbag. <laughs> oh dear. It could have gone worse. Jesus. But that's the kind of story we need. I don't know. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Yeah. No. But wow, what a... What a roommate. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> We've had a bit of Tarquin's words of wisdom. Oh, no. He'd heard of Wonky Donkey, which was an Ant and Deck thing, wasn't it? That rings a bell I somewhere. Don't know. Anyway. That's not the kind of highbrow entertainment that, that goes on the television in my house. No. I don't know where he's got it from, because he hasn't been on. He must be a friend at school or something. Anyway, he came up with Wanky Danky and started saying this a lot. I was saying, what's wanky danky? And he went, I don't know. I just like saying it. I don't know if he's been saying this at school. We haven't had a complaint off teachers. Well. <laughs> Leave him to it. Yeah. But then, it does come out with some belters. Only last night. What was it? I was That was it. I was sat on bog. And, you know, kids barge into the bathroom, don't they? No, they're paying ass. Yeah. And he stands in front of me and goes... God, Tarquin. And I pulls him off a couple of pieces of toilet roll and passed it to him. I says, I think you better wipe that. Because he stood up in front of him. And he's giggling away at me joke. And then I got off toilet. And he reached up and stuffed this paper that I'd give him. Unused. Down back of me. Neck of me t-shirt. And I knew then that he'd try... He'd know that I was going to try and get him back with it. So... I says, oh, something I meant to show you here, and unlocks my phone screen. And phone screens are like, you know, moths and lights out, you know what I mean? Kids go, ooh, to a phone screen. So he starts looking at it, and then from the other hand, I came around and stuffed this bog roll straight in his mouth. And <laughs> the long winter in English flag, that's <laughs> it. And, and this, this is on landing, and in this time, his mother's gone into the toilet, and she's sat on the toilet, so he barges back in there to throw this toilet roll down the sink, down the toilet, and she's on the toilet, and he reaches to stuff it between her legs, and then he goes, oh, I'm going to wipe it on mummy's pretend dingle dangler. <laughs> and you consider putting him out for adoption? <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's, he's your kid, mate. No. <laughs> you're, you're, only, you're only yourself to blame. I, I made that. Um, yeah. 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 There we go. Um, all I can say is, I'm glad he don't live in my house. He'd be sleeping in a pipe on the roof. I forwarded a video to myself, and I've forgotten what it is. It's funny because we got an email, and I seem to have deleted it. <laughs> So. Oh, oh! It's something like what we were talking about last last episode. Let me turn volume up. I can't remember what we were talking about last episode. It's so long ago. I'll play this near microphone and see how that works. I, I think you might like this. I think this is very much our mindset. Are you ready? I'm Cody. Pronouns e m er ers or z zen zer zers or really any neo pronouns that aren't z her hers. I am a White, transmasculine, femme, non-binary, temporarily, mostly able-bodied, no- Fuck off! Just fuck off! 
mostly able-bodied. Not sure what, what's going on there. That's what I am, I think. Mostly, mostly able-bodied. Able bodied. Yeah. Bits, bits of me are a lot sometimes. This chair is mostly able. It's look, like... stop. It's a valuable antique. Well, it was until you sat your fat ass <laughs> on it. It's creaked for a moment. <laughs> I'm just being, I'm just being boned, Tony. <laughs> There's no fat skeletons. <laughs> you know, that's the one, isn't it? I'm being boned. Right. It's genetic. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. Pies. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm gonna say it. As a fat man. I can say this. I must say this. You identify as a fat man. I identify as a fat man, and I am a fat man. I'm a skinny fat man. No, you're not. You're a fat man. (laughs) (laughs) My arms and legs are fat. I am egg boy. There's very, very little excuse, genuinely, for being fat, other than you eat too much and move too little. And that's me. I've been eating too much. Lethargic lifestyle. You didn't see many fat kids when we were kids. No. Excuse one, you. One or two, weren't there? That's it. There weren't many. And they say it's me. What is it? It's, but it's me. We're gone. Schools now. They don't do PE morning once a week for half an hour. Bloody school the other day. Right. Tangent. They used to whip you around field and Tangent. make you run in rain. My lad started at his new school, and they had him in on Friday before school officially opened on Monday. And they just got first years in, or year seven as they call it now. And they had him in with both PE kits, all the books, everything, didn't need any of it. And then they said to him, you'll only need your indoor PE kit next week. Right. So he took his indoor PE kit, it's outdoor PE. Which kid's this? Eldo. Eldo. So this is big school. Araticus. Yeah. yeah. The, I'm starting uh, to wonder if these grammar school teachers are not that smart. It's teachers. <laughs> it's teachers. There's a reason they teach us. You know, right? it's loaded up like a frigging pack mule. In the 19th century and early 20th century, a teacher in a village was probably one of the, old, the few educated people in the village. Now, the teaching profession is a dumping ground for mediocre 20-somethings who don't really know what else to do with themselves because they've never in their life excelled at anything. I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. I'm not sure I've excelled at anything. I don't think you've ever grown up. We're not very good at a podcast. Well, no, certainly not. But at the same time, we do have skills. And this is is something I'm quite proud of. I'm very much the jack of all trades. Yeah. I, I, I can put my hands it. to a lot of things. People say it like it's an insult. Oh, but master of none. Yeah, but... Well, I don't need to be a master. You don't master. need to be a master. You just need to be able to make a passable, adequate job. Yeah. I can fix my motorbike adequately. I can decorate a house adequately. I can That's cook right. a meal adequately. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not a motorbike mechanic, a decorator, or a chef. Yeah, But I can exactly. turn my hand to most things. <clears throat> so... This jack of all trades, master of none, insult. I don't think it's an insult. Yeah, but a lot of chefs, take for example, a lot of chefs, they just heat food. They're not chefs. I'm a chef at Weatherspoons. That's not a chef. Yeah, I'm a chef on the train. (laughs) (laughs) I can use a microwave. I've said it before. I've boycotted anything like, um, let's say, Nando's or 
I quite like Nando's. TFI Fridays. I'm not, I'm not like young that. enough to call it a cheeky Nando's, but I do quite like Nando's. And I always go, foolishly, for the extra, extra hot piri piri. Nobody knows what piri piri is. And, and I think I've said it before, Mexican food. I like right? it. There's only one Mexican dish, and then they fold it a different way yeah. and go... Oh look, we've look, got that's six. a taco. Yeah, that's an enchilada. That's a burrito. That's it. That's you it. know, and and your you, you tacos or whatever comes, and you go. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I ordered. Because um... this is for this is for the. Um, there's a reason Mexicans are called beaners. The beans are in everything. It's basically some of them are that poor, mate. They don't get a lot of meat. So what we think of as a Mexican dish is actually quite extravagant and made for our market. Because it's got, yeah, meat in it, yeah. yeah Similar in Thailand, you know, when we're over there, there's a lot less meat in their dishes than you'd get here. Yeah, um, but to be honest, that's, that's, that's the world, isn't it? I remember, makes you feel how, makes you realise how there's degrees of poverty, you know, and however poor we're feeling, there's people worse off. Oh, yeah. And, um, I think I can't, I can't, it might have been a book, uh, 19th century novel, George Eliot, uh, real name Mary Ann Evans, and I think it was Silas Marner, I've never heard which of was about a cottage weaver who was miserly, and it described one incident where the, the local country squire, like the lord of the manor, was throwing meaty tidbits to his favourite dogs. And it just wrote that one of the dogs had consumed more meat than a poor man would have at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that kind of, and it puts things in perspective, doesn't it? But yeah, I've, I've been to Mexico um, briefly. Military-wise or? Uh, kind of, on R&R. &R. Um, and um, it was, um, there's some pretty poor people there, mate. Mm. You know, by... by British United, kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, you see, it's one of the. In some countries, you've got your poor people, and then you've got poor people in Britain. But they're kind of poor, and then society artificially um, gives them a, a living. Yeah. If, if you're with me, so. Um, Socialism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, this is it. So you've got um, people who. Haven't got a jobs, maybe they're unwell, whatever they can't, whatever whatever reason doesn't matter. But they're in a situation where they don't earn any money, so the government gives them the money. So they're poor, but oh look, you've got a leather settee. Oh look, you've got Sky TV at sixty pounds a month, like that, because that's what they get. Now you go to another country um, and the poor people, and they don't have that. Because they don't get anything. So they genuinely are trying to scrape out a living out of the dirt. They live in a know? shack under a bypass. Yeah, that kind of shit, yeah. you know. And, and that's the, the difference in things that, you know, um, there's a lot wrong in the world, but... You I know, don't I'm, like socialism because it doesn't work. And the no. reason it doesn't work is it will only work if everybody's hardworking and honest. Yeah, that, if that, that's you the know? thing. That's the thing. If everybody... The problem with it, to me, is it removes the incentive to do well. It does. Yeah. Because if everybody gets the same, 
Why should you work hard and be a doctor or a top engineer? If you're going to be catered for, if you can when be asked. You'll get exactly the same if you push a brush round. You know, uh, you know, it's it, it's not going to work, is it? No. Um, in my opinion, you know, that, that's the thing. I think there's, but at the same time, I'm not enough of a bastard. I know I pretend to be, but I'm not enough of a bastard to want to see people living in shit. No, we don't. But I go to Thailand. My wife's Thai, so I go to Thailand fairly regular. You never mentioned and that. What? We might be first time listeners. All these people true, we attract. True. That's true. Yeah. You know, on our professional podcast. Yeah. Because yeah. they want to listen to two old fellas whittling on. Or a history lesson. Yeah. Maybe and, they do. <laughs> and Maybe when, we should rebrand and do more history. When I'm in Thailand. And it's less shit stories. Similar, <laughs> similar to Mexico, I'd imagine, is the poor are very poor. But they've got a tighter family over there. So, I'll give an example. My father-in-law, is his brother lost his job with government. It was something to do with Ministry of Agriculture. Quite a decent job. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he lost his job. And I think through no fault of his own. And he'd bought, so he wasn't fired then? No. no. But he'd got a car only three or four months prior. Brand new. Yeah, so he's, in, got, he's got bills to pay. Yeah. In Thailand, they tend to buy a new car, no matter how rich you are. Yeah. You just keep it longer, the poorer you are. I see, so... Yeah. And that's their kind of, that's their culture of how they tend to do it. And my father-in-law just went, all right, brother, I'll sort out your monthly payments till you sort a job out. Thank you very much. Never ask for money back. Yeah. Just the tighter family, yeah. you know. And To be fair, my family, we're not, we're not very lovey-dovey. We're not, oh, my God, I've not seen you for ages, kind of shit. You'll get a, right, you know, but we're, we're a bit like that. You know, my family won't see me do without and I won't see them do without. Yeah. You know, it's... Um, and so over here, we've got that entitlement of state must keep it, you know? Yeah, I think I think that's certainly being ingrained into our culture now. Yeah. And I think it's, it's problematic. Because, um, again, I don't have a problem supporting somebody who can't work. And yeah. I mean really can't. Yeah. Because the guy's got no hands. Yeah, all right, he's got no hands. He can't do well, let's do it. Oh, the guy's terminally ill. All right, let's support him, you know. Um, the guy's fucking born idle. I kind of begrudge supporting yeah, him. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, that, and that's absolutely it. I agree with, yeah. And there'll be a lot of people on sick that are winging it. I think one of the things with guys like me and you is that I know I slate you a lot. <laughs> Because I find it funny. But mostly, it's confession time, Ben. We're going to have a podcast full of confessions Am I going to cry? You might, you might. When when you hear my heartfelt confession, one of the reasons I pick on you so much is because I find it funny. And I know that in some workplaces and things like that, they might construe that as bullying. But I think you, you go away from these encounters a bigger and better person for it. Um... But yeah, it's it's right. I think one of the reasons is you and I are actually, despite what I say about you, we're quite hard-working men, aren't we? We, we work a lot. I love you. You don't. <laughs> but please don't ever say that again. I, I, I kind of, a bit of me died then. I could actually, 
I could actually feel my spleen withering when you said that. I was like, oh, I could feel bile raising in back in. Oh, Jesus Christ! We don't, we don't do public displays of affection. We Yorkshiremen. Um, but yeah, we, we basically we graft. We graft to make sure our kids have shoes and school uniforms and a meal on table. We graft to make sure bills are covered. Before hotels, you pay your bills, don't you? Ooh. You know, and that's it. And it's it's just how we are. And all right, there's been times when it's been harder, and there's times when it's been easier. But ultimately, that's your priorities. You know, if I were hard up, first thing I'd be going would be subscriptions to things like Virgin Media and shit that you know that's that's just window dressing. You don't need it. I already don't have any of that shit. You know, well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I'm tight. Yeah, but th- this kind of stuff, I have it because kids like kids like their Xbox and stuff like that. But unfortunately, if I were suddenly out of work and things, sorry, Xbox subscription is going to have to go. Um, it's just how it is. Read a book. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know um, all these modern 21st century things that we don't really need, but we do graft, me and you. And... When you see, I mean, you see it on social media, and you like, so you might see someone. Oh, thank God, it's Friday. Why? Why? Why does it matter that it's Friday? You do fuck all all week. You know, like you might have a part-time job or something like that, two days a week or two afternoons, and you're oh, but thank God it's Friday. What the? F- Try having a, you know. Try putting some hours in. Getting up at four o'clock. Try yeah. running your own business. See how many hours you have to put in there. Not a chance, have they? You know, this, this is it, yeah. you know. And then the, then if they, oh, I will set up a business. What are you doing? Oh, well, I'm, I'm making my handmade soap. <laughs> yeah, great. How many hours a week are you putting in on that? A couple of hours on a Tuesday. Then I pick kids up from school. Then it's a, I do an hour on a wet. You ain't ever going to make any owner. They're not, are they? They live in dreamland. This nicely guides me into... I've driven a train. I've resumed off sick. Have you? And driven a train. After my shoulder operation, went back into work. Works doctor said, you can't drive. Safety critical. You can go with drivers. Bit of a refresh. Yeah. And in four weeks' time, we'll reassess. Okay. I went back to medical in four weeks' time, and she wanted to stand me down for longer. And I said, I'm all right. I'll, I'll go drive train. You know, I'm fine. I'm, it'll hurt. It's always hurting. Yeah. But you're but no worse. You're no, no worse driving train than As not. to watching somebody do it. Yeah. yeah. You know. So she, oh, well, will you be all right getting off train down to track level if you have to? Well, it'll hurt, but. Yeah. I'll make it work, you know. So we got me signed off, and on the Tuesday, I did one service to Bradford and back. Yeah. And because there's hardly any trains running because of this pantomime of reduced timetable there were no else I could fit in but the day after I drove another one and the day after that I did a full day's work yeah and then I've got annual leave <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sick of fucking keeping you Ben <laughs> <laughs> so I've literally done my first full day's work and then gone oh, I've got next week off <laughs> so um, uh, but I'm recovering to, from that now fair enough so you mentioned the reduced timetable. Kind of links into what we were talking about before, the clean air zones. They don't want you to drive into town, but 
But there's a reason. They don't want to fu- you catch a fucking train either, do they? You can't win. Now, interestingly, something that came up the other day, somebody said to me the other day, there's something like 26 drivers or something like that working their notice at Leeds Station. Really? They've just had enough? Yeah, they're going to freight. They've had enough at company. So they're going to do freight trains rather than passenger trains? I'm like, oh, that sounds a lot. That'll take some covering, that. Yeah. Bearing in mind, it's usually about a year to train a train driver. Yeah. Well, bloody hell, yeah, that's, that's food for thought. Sounds like, sounds like kids are up. Yeah. I hope she comes down and bollocks you again. So then... I always get... Well, I'm always in trouble, mate. I happen to be in Sheffield, and somebody else piped up saying, oh, there's uh, like 20 drivers working the notice at Sheffield. And I'm like, oh, really? Right. And then day I went from a medical, I ran into a guy that I trained with, and he's based at Skipton. Right. And he said, I forget number now, he said something like, there's three at Skipton working the notice. And I'm talking to him, I'm going... Jesus Christ. There's going to be a shortage of trainers. There's going to be 10% of drivers now. Maybe they'll do what they've done with truck drivers. Pay them more. No. Oh, do you know what? We'll make tests easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So That's what I want. And do you know what? You can drive... i tell you what. You, you can drive a wagon at 18 now. And we'll take reverse. You don't need to reverse on your test. You know? Don't. And, um, How hard can it be? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? In fact, we'll go back to how it used to be. Um... You can drive a seven and a half tonner without a license now. Can you drive an Arctic at tw- uh, eighteen now? Then? Yeah, an yeah. Arctic at eighteen. Really? When I did it, you had to be twenty-one. Yeah. You know, well, I think that's dangerous. So, anyway, going back to what I was saying, that works out at just shy of sixty drivers. Yeah. Working the notice at three depots, that it's not. You know. I imagine uh, the train drivers are a bit like truck drivers, in that it's a. It's quite an, an older workforce. So you see odd one or two, but on the whole, truck drivers and train drivers are over 40. It was that way when I started. It was a bit that way. Yeah. I was 31 and one at youngest. Yeah, that's it. So you're, you're at 31, you're a young lad in the profession, aren't you? Over the last 10 years, they've been taking on a bit younger. Yeah. But that said... I think a lot of young lads don't have the maturity to pass the test I think and stuff. Possibly, I think, see, I think that's the same with truck driving. Um, my dad did it from a young lad. Started as a young lad. My granddad got a, a little puddle jumper for him to start in because he wasn't old enough to take his Arctic test. Yeah. Um, Arctics came in and my granddad was the first one in firm to take tests. Then my uncle Brian did it and stuff like that. You know, it were... It were, um, I think, then my dad later, because once he were old enough, but he had to do it. Um, and But my dad kind of grew up with it because he were part of family, if, if you're with me. We're we, all each firm already established. Now, I don't think there's many young people going to truck driving. First of all, because I think learning to drive a car is something that's maybe not a priority like it used to be for young people. Yeah. Um, so, when we were kids, first thing you did when you were 17 was starting having driving lessons, wasn't it? Yeah. As soon as you were old enough, you started having driving lessons, you know. You used you money from your jobs, your parents maybe bought you a few, but you had as many lessons and then you passed your test and that, that were it. That were your ticket to freedom. Freedom! freedom! You know, that were it. And now, 
there's less urgency. I, I know a lot of young people who are, oh, not learning to drive till they're into the 20s, sometimes the 30s, you know. Um, so the this generation, they're not going into driving goods vehicles. And um, because of that, they, pro they probably don't even think, oh, maybe I should drive, be a train driver. Yeah. You know, it's it, it, probably not a, a thing that enters the head. It never occurred to me until a friend of mine joined. Yeah. And he says, he says, I wanted summit with one at better pensions. Yeah. He says, you have got a good pension. And he said, but now, at moment, you, you yeah. guys have, but new guys might not have. Oh, the same deal. Uh, for now. Thanks to Union. For now. Yeah. yeah. But my mate said he looked at it and gone, fireman's got a good pension. He went, but everybody's running out of a fire and you're running in. Fuck yeah. that. He went, police have got a good pension. He said, but, but they're getting smacked. They're yeah, getting... you've got to deal with dickheads and he's yeah. not really... I, I couldn't be a copper. No. I, I, I would... I, if I were a copper, give me a week, I'd be in jail. Yeah. Um... No, I can relate to that. And my mate's other way, he's not confrontational that way. So he. I mean, I, I, should, I shouldn't say this, I shouldn't bat. Okay. I carry in wagon with me um, an extending baton in case anybody tries to nick me diesel. Is that like a, a wheel brace type baton that extends, like, officially? No, it's an actual <laughs> fucking extending baton. It'd crack somebody's skull. But I'm not going to be stranded at other side of the country because somebody's stolen my diesel. So that is, it's a big thing at the moment is diesel theft. Yeah, it's expensive you know? stuff. And, and companies say, companies say, oh yeah, but you know, um, if somebody tries to take the diesel, just let them have it. We're insured. It's not about that. It's about first of all personal pride, letting someone fuck you over, and secondly, it's about being stranded at the other end of the country waiting for somebody to come and recover you, Poss possibly all fucking night or something like that, yeah. because someone's stolen your diesel and. You know, all right, they're lockable caps, but they just yeah, prang them off, prang yeah, them off, yeah, don't yeah. they? Or drill your tank even. Yeah. And they say, don't confront and bollocks. If something nicks my diesel, I'm cracking the fucking skull. You know, it's just where I am. I'm not, I'm not yeah. playing the games. So that's what yeah. my mate came up with. He went, no, they're no good. But yeah, they? if I were a copper, I'd be locked up, wouldn't I? He says, oh, railway pension looks okay, and you can put more in as well. So I'll go for that. And he became a train driver. And two years later, uh, I did one day of credit crunch time. And I did I one day, because my business were related to building trade, I thought, I'm just putting in for this train driving job, yeah. just in case. So you still had business then, yeah. when, you, when you put in for it? But yeah. I foresaw what was happening, yeah. and I thought, I'll put in for train driving in case, and if I don't want it, I don't have to take it, do I? True. You know, and it turned out that it served me well. Yeah, yeah, we're probably quite foresighted of you, that. But yeah, it's... Um, it's one of those things. Um, to be honest, I think I could probably do fire service, but they're so selective, aren't they? You know, well, you've um, got to be fit. With me, it'd be lung trouble. You know, my lungs are that great. It'd be belly trouble. If I, I thing is though, this is I'm not unfit. Like a job I were on last week, um, there were no room to get trailer in, and they like you to um, park it middle so they can get forklifts to both sides. And I says, well, I'll just. I'll just park up here, I'll open one curtain, and um, if your forks don't reach, I'll help you. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I says, well, I'm a pallet on her. He says, what do you mean? You can't do that. Of course, I can't, they don't weigh that much. And 
sure enough, I grabbed all the pallets, slid them over so his forks reached. Yeah. And he said, bloody hell, none of other drivers do this for us. They're not fit enough. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, yeah. that's it. I am still pretty fit. I have got a bit of a bloody belly, but I ran around fields for a job for years. You know, <laughs> if, if I needed to, I could get it back, I think. My problem is old injuries and broken bones have slowed me down to a point where I'm not quick anymore. Like, I can run, but not fast. Yeah. I've lost all my, my speed and things. My broken bones in my well, foot from bike accident. This isn't doll office. No. Oh, right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's altered how I put my foot down. But this is the point. There's a lot more wrong with me than there is some folk. And I still bloody work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's again, it's, it's attitude, isn't it? Mm. You know, we... And I, I was surprised the attitude of our work's doctor wanting to be to just twiddle my thumbs for longer. Yeah. Because I wasn't on sick, I was again, back at work. But again, that's come from, first of all, unions. Fucking union, I hey, get union in. Can't touch me, I'm part of the union. And all that kind of shit. That mentality and the way that the rail companies have grown corporately since the 70s, um, they're frightened to death of summer happening, there being an inquiry, oh, well, this um, driver was injured and he, he was still driving a train and this, this, this you know, oh, um, health and safety executive will be all over it, won't they? That can, and that's what they're scared of and that's why they're saying, oh, have another month, Ben, go on, you know. To get me back to work, my manager had to take a photo of me climbing inside of a train and pulling some points and everything. With health and safety yeah. up there going... Yeah, right okay, okay yeah. you can do yeah. it safely. Yeah. yeah. You said, how is it? I said, well, it hurts. But, but you can, can do, do it. it. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, that, that's the thing. The, from, I mean, I, I understand it. It's it's become silly. But it's a bit of a I claim can, culture thing. I can it? understand reason for it. It's, well, it's for, yeah, claim culture, blame culture. You know, um, haulage industry is no different, you know. There are good firms and there are bad firms. So take, for example, um, we were talking we, about driver's hours and things like that and how it would tight. You get done because your transport manager has said, oh, just just chance it. Yeah. Right? You then get pulled over by Vosa. Why have you done this? Oh, transport manager told me to chance it. Uh, this driver says you told him this. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, that. You, you know that's... It's it's done it off his own back kind of thing, you know. That's that's what you've always got to watch out for in life these days. It's a, it's it's unfortunate, but we we now live in a world where, in a working environment, you've got to cover your ass, mm. and that what what do you call it? a company medical representative or well, it's a third party company that right. they pay. Well, that's it. So they're paid to do that. They've got to make sure their ass is covered. You know, mm. it's not them losing money because you're not at work. They're no. getting paid for that. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be drawing two or three hundred quid. So it's, it's in their interest to keep you off as long as possible because you might have to have another review, which they'll then charge the company for. Oh, yeah. And also, if there's an inquiry, well, you said you were fit to work. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's what's going to happen there. We've done another hour. Just don't crash. Can you believe we've done another hour? We do waffle. It's me, innit? We, I waffle. Bloody rambling. Rambling on like We've got a title for this one. Yeah. Wanky Danky. Wanky Danky, yeah. <laughs> Have you considered, like I said, putting him up for adoption? I think... I've told him he's adopted. You ought to seriously consider. 
I've told him as a doctor. I mean, the bathroom interruptions alone. <laughs> Let's draw a line under that. Well, I think uh, I bought a book for him. I saw a book he might like. For which one? For Alex. Right. He's the, he's the one that likes his facts. Yes. So. Don't give him it, he'll fucking recite them to oh, us for next month. Right, so yeah, let's yeah. let's draw a line there. Dirtykimbass at gmail.com send in, send in when you were on shrooms and tried to lose your virginity. And, uh, what else? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can post on our Facebook page, you know. If you find something I horrific, anybody as a user... I can't post Don't you like it? Are you not following our Facebook I page? I follow our Facebook page. I'm Star Wars banned. Are you banned from Facebook? Are you? At the moment, I'm not, but it's only a matter of time. There you go. Yeah, but it's, I've, been, I've been unbanned for like a week, which is a record, I think, for me now. Jailbird. So, I know. Big criminal. Right. <laughs> Fuck off with your banging around. Right. Thanks for listening. I didn't, I'm going to edit that out. Don't! Put it in! <laughs> Leave it in! That's Jackson Lake you can hear. Oh he's, got, oh, he's got a new album out, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Should we, should we name it? Yeah. Just just tell him about his new album. Tell him to get it listened to on Spotify. Give him a listen. He's a good lad. Jackson Lake. It's the music you can hear playing now. On all streaming platforms. Live. Live in Scarborough. Live. 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 Love. Live. Live. Love. I bet you've got that on your I've got a friend who's got live, live, life, love, and all dates of birth of kids in them all the way you want to get them. It took some cold in the vomit. I'm going to go out there. <laughs> well, Jackson Lake, I'd like to advertise for you. Be Just right. put Jackson Lake into Spotify and you'll find his new album and it's, it's actually, to be honest, um, your dog's just walked near me and it comes. New EP, not everything needs a reason. There, that's 30th the one. 30th of September. That's, that's coming out. Have a listen. But I listen to his other stuff as well because it's alright, you know. Yeah, it's nice, nice listening. Nice listening. So that's it. I listened to it a little bit in truck. Lead single, Circus, released digitally on 30th of 9th new song added every two weeks after. So there we go, Jackson Lake, he's a good lad. Thanks for listening, we're really, really enjoying this time. Bye bye. Is that, is that off now, is it?